Welcome to the Collections by Michelle Brown show. A show about people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality as they create change. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services. Welcome to Collections by Michelle Brown. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. Each week we'll be talking with people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality, and creating change. On Saturday, July 1st, Chicago will again host the Esteem Awards, recognizing a cross-section of leadership in the LGBTQ community. Today, we're talking with the founder and force behind these annual awards, Mr. Phil Esteem. Phil is a proud African-American gay man. Although he was never formally trained as a writer or journalist, Phil believes he was led to share other people's experiences. In 1998, he started a zine called Legends, Statements, and Stars. Legends, Statements, and Stars focus primarily on the ball scene, where people, especially youth, walk or compete for trophies and prizes at events known as balls. Although Legends, Statements, and Stars provided an opportunity for him to tell the story of and provide mentorship for gay youth, he knew there were other stories to be told. In 2000, he started the Esteem Newsletter, a zine for the greater gay community. In 2004, he was approached by J.C. Cole about joining forces with her for a website she had created called PrideIndex.com. Pride Index is a lifestyles and entertainment site for gay communities of color. In 2006, he joined the Windy City Black Gay Pride Awards Committee where he successfully created interest for the Pride Awards for two years. He decided to step out on his own in 2007, and the Esteem Awards were born. The Esteem Awards honor some of the best and brightest LGBTQ citizens, organizations, and supporters from across the country. The honorees represent a who's who among people whose activism, service, and creativity have made significant contributions to our community. Past honorees include GLAD, the Lambda Literary Foundation, Mandy Carter, the NAACP, the Human Rights Campaign, Keith Boykin, National Black Justice Coalition, Monica Roberts, the Trans Griot, the Schomburg Library, comedian Samson McCormick, the Ruth Ellis Center, and activists such as Kim Hunt and Curtis Lipscomb. I have been honored to receive two esteem awards, one for my personal efforts and the other for my work on blog radio. After 10 years and handing out over 100 awards, Phil still can't answer a simple question. Why did he start the awards? The simple answer is, He just likes honoring other people for their good work. Phil, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. How are you doing today? It is great to be here today, and it is great to actually sit down for a moment. Uh, uh, You know, it takes a lot of work to actually prepare for the award, so sometimes I'm uh, exhausted, but it's a good thing, and it's good to be here today. Well, I'll tell you, that's one of the things that, you know, I often tell people, you know, because they all look and they'll say, oh, you've got this award and that award, which one means a lot to you? And there's something about the Esteem Award that really means a lot to me because I guess when you come to the Esteem Award, it's great to see people 
who are doing things who might not always be the ones who are getting the spotlight. And there's a sense of community. And you just sort of, I mean, I always leave there with new friends and people who I stay in touch with. Was that part of your in, intent, um, bringing, like having like a, a family-type celebration of our community? Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to do was to give people uh, a chance to network and to fellowship, break bread, eat, laugh, uh, cry, and just recognize each other's uh, achievements and make those connections. So that you know, was I, my exact intent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I know that and reading your bio, how you said how you went from you spent like a couple of years with um, the Windy City Black Pride and their Gay Pride Awards. What was it that you didn't see that was happening with them that made you feel you needed to step out on your own and, and, and start the Esteem Awards? Well, I wanted to have a chance to do something uh, on my own that I could actually claim. And while I had a, a wonderful time recognizing people here just in the Chicago area, I've always felt that in order to, you know, that we should step out of our zone, step out of our box, and get to know people in other areas. And while I had a good time uh, being affiliated with Windy City Black Pride, uh, Chicago, you know, I wanted to do some other things. And so that was my reason for uh, just venturing out on my own and redefining the wheel. So the wheel doesn't always have to be a round wheel. It could be a square. It could be a star. And I encourage people to always think outside of the box and do what you feel comfortable doing and what your heart tells you to do. You know, I think that that's one of the things that um, I also like is, like, you have these two tracks. You have a local part where it's people who are from the general Chicago area, but then you have your national track. And, you know, so we might be doing the same kind of work, but it's different from different locations. And here's Mm -hmm. uh, an opportunity for people to connect. How did you start to identify people outside of the Chicago area? Yeah, that is the the key in the question. Um, I actually speak with people in different uh, parts of the country, asking them what's going on in their communities and um, just getting input from them. Uh, For example, I would reach out to people in the Detroit area to tell me what's going on there. There has to be some wonderful things that uh, the Ruth Ellis Center is doing and Mm -hmm. that Curtis Lipskin is doing, and plenty of others. So that's what uh, the awards give me the opportunity to actually reach out to other people and to recognize those people in those communities. And every year when we're going through the nomination process and announcing the winners, I would always hear from people in other areas who would tell me, you know what, we're doing this in Seattle, or – You know, we have Gender Odyssey, which is a transgender organization that holds a big conference, but people outside of that area wouldn't be familiar with it. So um, it's it's a process of just reaching out and connecting with others. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, and I know that I've seen some amazing performances there, and you know, do, are you? A, I mean, when when you ask people to come and perform, I mean, everyone from Samson and I know who. I mean, it's just like that was the first time I'd heard him. He was just like so funny, and now I see him all the time. And I remember one year you had a, a gentleman there who sang opera. I mean, you know, yes. and it's like, and here's somebody, you know. I mean, you know, he got up, but he also sang. I got. I want to say, for lack of a better R&B, but but such an amazing, beautiful voice. Uh, you know, are you performer. ever? Are you really? Are you ever like really surprised? Like you know, these people have been rec- uh You know, you know, people have said, "Oh, you should talk to this person and done that." But when you meet these people who are performing or who are recognized representing the organization, have you ever been 
blown away? Have they exceeded your expectations? Yes. And, in fact, when I reach out to uh, people to perform, I tell them, you know what, it's a open forum. I may have seen a, uh, a, a video on Vimeo or YouTube or uh, came across a flyer or even gotten a recommendation from someone else uh, about a certain uh, spoken word artist or a performer. But I tell them, you know, this is your chance to just let everybody have it, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. people may be familiar with your work, and then there are people who aren't familiar with your work. What would you do? Um, I posed a hypothetical question to a performer a couple of years ago. Uh, Brian, as a matter of fact, will be back this year to perform oh, yeah. for us, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I would tell the performers, you know what, this is your chance to really just get up there and sing or perform your heart out. So in a nutshell, I strongly encourage it from each of the performers. Now, I know that you, you say that you like to tell stories. In this way, I mean, in part, it's like you're telling the story of our community, but you're letting the people come in. You know, it's like you're putting up the framework, and they're filling it in. When you started the Esteem Awards and you looked at it, what did you envision it doing? What did you see? How did you see it coming up about where? And you've been doing it for a while now. This is like you've mm-hmm. done ten years. Is it has it become what you dreamt it would be? I would like for it to become much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a labor of love for me, and it is hard to describe. I at one point just wanted to do a small ceremony, just have the honorees come in, and we would eat and drink and fellowship. But I do like the direction that the awards have taken. And it's kind of funny in terms of a vision. I saw, uh, well, I wanted to do this, and I can't really say that I had a, a, a vision in front of me or, or a framework, if you will, and in some cases, I sometimes question myself and I say, did I really choose this or did this choose me? You know, that's interesting because you know how you said that although you hadn't been formally trained in journalism, you felt led to do this, to, to write and to tell these stories. It almost sounds like what you were just saying. You were led to do this. You know, it sort of chose you. It was like you had this pathway that was was taking you you know, between the writing, the, the zine, the pride index, that it just sort of kept moving, 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 moving toward in that direction of doing this live event. Mm-hmm. When you have, when you have, now, I know that you do still do the pride index, and I know it also talks about lifestyles and entertainment. Do you ever, you know, is it is it part of your goal to have, to keep up with not only these people, but use that as a vehicle to hear about or to, so that people will not just only come to the STEAM Awards and then go home and go, oh, well, that was fun, great food. But then they would go like, okay, well, what's going on here and go to the Pride Index? Yes. And as a matter of fact, I am constantly updating the site. And I have um, – in fact, I plan to do some marathon updates this weekend on some mm-hmm. events across the country. Uh, there, there are quite a few things out there, but I sometimes find myself uh, behind. Uh, how do I how do I say this? If I miss one day of doing updates, I'm two weeks behind mm-hmm. because there's just so many things that are going on out there in the LGBT community and the African-American community. So the site is, um, it's like a vehicle uh, for me. It's a stress reliever for me as well. When I am just wanting to get away from the world, I would do some writing. I would reach out to different authors, to, to filmmakers, and just to people who are doing things. I know many people would look at this, and I mean, and I have been 
with organizations and stuff, and you have committee upon committee, and to do an award ceremony, you have to have, I mean, a gazillion different committees. But I gather your committee is primarily a committee of you. It is primarily, yes. It is a committee (laughs) of myself Uh with getting input from others. And we do allow past honorees to give input uh, on selecting the winners or even nominating people. But, yes, it is a committee of myself being the person to facilitate, to do the back office, to send out letters, uh, anything and everything. And I love it. I love it. I love what I do. I love uh, the awards. Uh, and, you know, I just have plans, too, just in the future. What I would like to do is to actually put together a network of organizations and individuals and actually put on events um, twice a year, not just the once a year when we're doing the awards in July, but maybe do something else later in the fall or possibly in the spring as well. Now, you know, I'll tell you, because I know how hard that you work on this, and um, and I, and you do that. I mean, because I know I've talked to you a number of times. You say, oh, what do you know about this and that? And I can recall, I mean, I have been honored to receive two esteem awards, one for the work mm-hmm. I did, I do personally, and one for with a blog radio show. And I can recall to this day, I, I was driving back from Washington, D.C., you know, and the phone ring, it was you, and it was like I was, you know, rolling, ready to roll up my sleeves and say, okay, what can I do? And it was like so warm. I mean, you could feel the love through the phone. You said, no, I'm calling because I want to tell you this. And, I mean, I just sort of felt like, you know, that that's sort of like warm, mushy feeling. It's sort of like when it was like when, you're, when your parent goes like, hey, you're done good, you know, even though, you know, mm-hmm. we don't do a lot of the work that we do for that. What have been some of the reactions to some of the people who maybe you didn't know really that well, but or you knew and then you called them and you said, by the way, what has been their reaction to you? They're often surprised. They're mm-hmm. surprised, uh, they're excited, and they're happy. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful feeling. I can tell you year after year, when I'm contacting the uh, actual uh, honorees, when I tell them you have uh, been selected to to win the award, and they're surprised. I had an organization, um, I mentioned that Gender Odyssey again, and the Southern Comfort Conference, and the ladies of uh, the uh, Black Lesbian um, uh, Union, uh, they do a retreat every year. They are surprised, and they're honored. And it's an honor for me to actually recognize them or even to be in their room. So I'm honored when I recognize someone else for the work they're doing. Do you have someone special? I'm going to tell you, um, one of my my heroes is Mandy Carter. And is there somebody, was there someone who made you feel like especially good to go be able to pick up that phone and call them and say, you know, we want to honor you. Who is your favorite? Do you have one? Without getting into not, trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll mention someone, and I won't mention the person that won three or four years ago. Yeah, but you and I are always talking. I thought we're cool. Um, I like everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, You know what? Let's To play it safe. We'll talk about this year's honorees just real quickly. Um, the gentleman, uh, Mr. John Sykes. Mm. I made a phone call to John Sykes, and he and I hadn't connected. We missed each other a couple of times, and through Facebook, and then we finally got, we finally were able to connect, and it was just a joy to actually have that conversation with him to tell him that he won. And there's also the young lady, Lenita um, Joseph. Who actually wanted? Who's going to be recognized this year as well? Lenita is just one of my um, personal heroes. I love Lenita from A through Z 
She's always doing things in the community. She has a queer dancing with the stars. She has a burlesque show. She does a summer school uh, youth uh, internship program every year. And it was just so great to actually give her a call and say, Lenita, you won, and to get her reaction. Really? And she and I are just going back and forth through Facebook and then through texting, and we finally actually spoke on the phone. It's that it's surreal. It is a mm. surreal feeling when you connect with that person um, and uh, just tell them they won and they're going to be recognized. It's sort of like I'm living vicariously through those people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish that I could, you know, dance um, like Lenita. Well, you know, well, I won't say that out loud. <laughs> she does a bur- she has a burlesque show this year, so I won't say that out loud. <laughs> well, uh, well, hey, you could. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and um, you're listening to Collections by Michelle Brown with my special guest, Philistine. And we will be right back. This episode of Collections by Michelle Brown is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services bringing balance to your mind, body, and spirit. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit the Center at www.thecenterforpeacellc.com. Okay. Well, we're back with Phil Esteem, and the Esteem Awards are coming up July 1st in Chicago, and they will be at the Sidetrack, right? Mm-hmm. At Sidetrack. Uh, Sidetrack mm-hmm. on, on, the north, on the north side. Um, before, oh, well, first of all, Sidetrack. I like that venue. I mean, we've been all over Sidetrack, you know. I know one year we were up uh, upstairs and we were outside mm-hmm. and it was hot. <laughs> one year we were in one one area, the next year we were in another I mean another time we were in another area. I mean, it's like they really have opened their arms and their doors to the Esteem Awards. How did that connection happen? It started uh back with Wendy City Black Pride and uh Chuck Hyde, the former manager, rest rest in peace, who has actually passed away this year. Um, before he left, okay. While working with Windy City Black Pride, Sidetrack has always been one of those organizations that would open their arms to the African American LGBT community, um, which is wonderful considering that the bar is on the north side of the city. And not every owner opens their doors and their hearts to the African-American community. But I must commend Sidetrack and Chuck, the um, former manager, and Brad, uh, the new manager, who has just been overwhelmingly supportive. I mean, they bend over backwards every year to make sure that everything is perfect for us. And, you know, without a doubt, um, I know that any time I needed to do any sort of event, I could reach out to Sidetrack, and it was a matter of, okay, what time did you say? Well, okay, yeah, we, we'll put you in a schedule. Don't worry about it. We'll work out the dotting the I's and crossing the T's later. So that started with Windy City Black Pride, and they just were very open and supportive to me, which I uh, can't thank them enough. Well, you know, like you said, you have to give credit where credit is due because to have some place open their doors and be willing and open and able and welcoming like that. And like you said, most people, when they think of 
that part of Chicago. Yes, they might see it as a part where you see LGBT people, but they don't think of it as a place where you'd see black gay people. And Mm -hmm. they just open their doors and make it welcome, and they do it for many other things within the community. And I think that, you know, my hat is off to them. And they, you know, like I said, give credit where credit is due. And I know Mm -hmm. that Chad recently passed away, but you know what? That's part of community. We can have our special identities, but that is also part of a community when you have resources to make them open to other people so that this, this kind of thing can go on. And the esteem awards, are an important part. They're an important part of the community. And you see all kinds of people. I mean, even though the audience is primarily African-American, there are other people who are in there. I mean, I know I've seen members of the Latino community have been at the Esteem Awards. Clearly, there have been uh, Caucasians have been there. So there's a lot of people who come there and to recognize and see what we're doing. What What are the different categories for awards? There are approximately 24 categories, although this year uh, we've cut back some of our categories. Mm-hmm. The categories uh, include outstanding service male, female, transgender, youth, which we renamed millennial, so we mm. up the age a little bit. Uh, institutional award, which are your organizations that are not community-based uh, organizations. And we also have community-based uh, organizations. We have a spoken word category. Uh, we have artistic expression. Uh, we have uh, special recognition. Uh, we have magazine as well as the newspaper category, web uh, site, blog, podcasts, and web series. Not, wow. I mean, that, that, is, that is quite a lot. And, you know, and as, but it, it covers so much. And we, we are, you find that there are people doing things, like you said, artistic expression, spoken word, where when you think back to when you first started the, the, your one publication and you were just, you know, focusing on the ball scene, but now, like you said, we're doing web series. We do podcasts. Uh, there's publications. I mean, do you see how healthy do you see the black LGBTQ creative community right now? It is a very healthy, robust community. It is a healthy community, and I believe sometimes we don't recognize or just get outside of our realm to see what else is going on in certain areas, in certain other categories. For example, you may have some film buffs who are not familiar with uh, web series and podcasts, who may not be familiar with the different um, technological advances that allow you to reach out and share your stories in the various mediums. And that's what I try to do with the awards is to look at all of the mediums and um, recognize people. So, yes, we have a very robust um, community, very healthy community um, in terms of entertainment and um uh, areas of the arts and so forth. Now, do you find that some of many of your recipients, or are you seeing more of of their recipients? We're not just staying like in the black LGBT community. Do you see that more of that, like the intersectionality where we're crossing over and we're producing and we're doing that? Yes. Mhm. Mhm. And yes. Does anyone in particular stick out to you, like in this year's uh, this year's awardees? Who do you feel is like break a breakout? You know, I was talking to someone um, a couple weeks ago, and they were saying like at one point in time they thought if they wrote, they had to write a book. They had, it had to be a certain type of a genre. It had to have be particularly about a black gay certain type of 
relationship. It had to be, and they said, well, now they felt that they could write about whatever. Do you do you see that happening? And do you see that? Is there one? We're going to start to talk about some of your uh, nominees. Um, is there someone who you see that in who is crossing the boundaries? Without a doubt, Miss Lenita Joseph fits that uh, category. Lenita mm-hmm. Joseph fits that category, as uh, well as Mr. Scott Free, who does the uh, he he does a show Homo Latte, and I think he has a, a show that's coming up, a film. As a matter of fact, I know Scott is going to kill me. <laughs> I can't think of it right now off the top of my head. I think it's a film or is it a play? It's one of the two. But Lenita and and Scott both fit that um, uh, mold, if you will. Okay. And there's yeah. another gentleman, Mr. Jericho Brown, who is an mm-hmm. outstanding, I mean, outstanding poet and uh, a writer. And he has been recognized. He uh, teaches at Emory University. He's a professor there. And he and I actually went to the same album altar. I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of years ago in Atlanta. He's one of those other people who are just doing things, and there's no limit to, to, to their talent. You know, I think that's interesting, too, because you have people who are in some some parts of them are in academia, but then they also have that creative part who, where they're doing things outside of, like, the classroom, and, but they have that background as, as well. Um, Shelly Connor. Yes, now, oh, Shelley, my God. I Shelley, didn't say Shelly oh, earlier. She's going to kill me. Okay. Shelly has been, I know, she has been the, are you one of your co-hosts, your MCs there? What, how did, mm-hmm. how, what made you move her from uh, being the co-host to now she's an awardee? Uh, that was part of the Besides process. Besides just that, being bad. <laughs> just being a bad <laughs> woman, you know. <laughs> um, Shelly was just one of those outstanding people, too, that we've had our eye on for years. And as a matter of fact, I think now that I have the freedom uh, to not sort of deal with a, a committee, if you will, I recognize that people do not fit in that one square peg. We are stars. We are hectagons. We are octagons. We transform. And Shelly is one of those people um, who I can say is just that. And every year as we're looking through nominees or, or, or honorees or, or what is it, candidates, people, when we're getting the ballot together to vote, I often have to question myself and say, wait a minute, are you putting this person in a box? Just because this person is a spoken word artist doesn't mean they shouldn't be considered for outstanding service female. Mm-hmm. Just because this person uh, is uh, a spoken word artist doesn't mean they shouldn't have, be in the special recognition category. So there's always that yin and yang of just trying to perfect things and come up with people um, or, or the nominees or candidates who can, you know, fit in many different um, categories. And that's one thing that I love that we do and that the, that, uh, the, in, the input I get from uh, or feedback I get from different people around the country when they say to me, uh, you know what, I'm so happy that you – look at people in different ways, and that you consider people for all of the things they do. You know, I, I think that that's it because I often tell people, you know, like people want to, like you said, put you in a box. But often I tell people, you know, like you can't, especially if you're black and gay, I mean, you can't tell me to stay in my in a lane because our lives are like a, a super highway. We have many lanes. And we have to navigate all of them just being ourselves. And so for you to be able to, to stop and, and that you think enough to go like, you know what, I'm not going to just put them in this box. Let me look at this 
all of them and recognize these other things that do it. That is like not only important, but for those who are sitting in the audience who might look mm-hmm. at, you know, one of a Shelley and go like, wow, well, I thought she did, but wow, who knew she did that? You know, who knew she did that? Or, and, and, you know, and might say to themselves, I could step out and try and do that. So, I mean, right. that's one of the, the other things about having awards. And mm-hmm. it seems to, because, uh, you know, often like people will say like, well, why an award? That's just something to go up on, on a shelf. But it seems like to me that you have intentionally tried to develop the esteem awards to, to be transformative. So... Now, you mentioned in, in your information that you sent to me that you have had a partner of, of 24 years. And although I know that most of, of it, of the, you are the committee of one, I know who has your back. <laughs> I, I know he has your back. <laughs> yes, I'm spoiled. I am spoiled. But it's his fault. You, should, it you know what? If you want to take what? me to work every day, I'm going to go, you think I'm going to go get on the bus? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what? I do thank God that I do have um, a wonderful Mm -hmm. and supportive partner. I I do understand and recognize that is important. It is most important that you have someone who will understand the artistic side side of things. uh, To have someone in your corner who isn't just, you know, well, how much money are we going to make off of this? Or mm-hmm. why are you spending so much time doing that? You know, that kind of thing. So well, I am he, honored and I thank God that I have a partner who's supportive. Now, does he help you, like, you know, I mean, in a way, like, when you feel, help you wrangle your thoughts and wrangle the, your ideals and help keep you organized and on, on target, you know? Is he like you? Yes. Uh-huh. And sometimes I want to kill him for that, too. <laughs> You know what? Okay, it did not matter that that was 40 words long. No, you're going to lose your audience with all of that. This is what you need to say, point blank, period, move on. Mm -hmm. And I love that about him. Well, I, I, you know, I like the fact that, like I said, he, like he's right there, and it's like it's always good to know that somebody has your back and can let you be that have your your vision of this and the idea behind it, like you said, you know, it's not about just like giving awards and, and, and selling tickets because what I often tell people is say, oh, well, you know, I mean, who hasn't been to like the HRC dinner and, and, and the, this dinner where it costs more and more and more? The esteem awards right. are free. Free event? They're, they're a free event. You have, you not only are they free, and you hear great entertainment, you, are, you meet and, and are presented these amazing individuals, but you have great food there, too. I, uh, um, yeah, and I know that some people say, well, if you have food, people are going to come. But why are you doing it for free? I mean, I, I, I know why, but I know that some people would say, well, you know, um, oh, no, you have to charge, you have to do this. But this is a labor of love, but why do you have that commitment to putting on, a, and I'm going to tell you, it's a really, as my mother would say, a class act. We're not talking like, you know, sliders or whatever. I mean, it, it's great food. It's a beautiful venue. Everything is top notch. Why, after 10 years, do you still have that commitment to doing that? Uh, I believe our community is worth it. There are so many other things that uh, take place during uh, Black Pride Weekend and throughout uh, the year. So why not? Why not have an event that's free? Why not uh, have something um, for people to come out and enjoy themselves? Um, and although it's at, at the club, it really isn't a club clubby event, if you will. Mm-hmm. Why not? So that's the question I ask my community. Why shouldn't it be free? Mm-hmm. Everything that you do needs to have – yes, I understand that 
everything does have a cost associated with it, and there may be some return on investment. But you know what? My return on investment is when we come out and we have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, because really, I mean, you know, and after a while, I mean, and the fact that it is not only it's accessible, like I said, you never know who's going to be there who will be inspired by, and then a few years later, they might be the one who's getting that award, but it's because they've seen that face, that they've seen someone up there who's getting it. So, I know it won't be a big reveal because everyone knows, but um, can you run down this year's award recipients for us? Sure. As I mentioned before, we are having a shorter list of honorees than what we've had in the past. Uh, Last year we actually took uh, a short break from the awards, but I wanted to come back this year and make sure that we did have an event that was uh, a world-class class act event. Uh, this, this year's honorees include Mr. John Sykes, who is uh, with Rush Presbyterian. You know what? I'm Okay, John is going to kill me for that. Because I can't remember the agencies he's with. But John has done some amazing stuff year after year after year. So John Sykes is one of our honorees. Miss Lenita Joseph, whose name I just mentioned again and again with hearts, and I love you and XOXO. Uh, Miss Shelley uh, Connor of uh, uh, Queer Square, Queer Square, and she's also a, a, a teacher. She's a wonderful person we're uh, honoring this year. Mr. Jericho Brown, who is a poet and who is also a professor, associate professor at Emory University in Atlanta. We're also recognizing the Legacy Project, which is Legacy Walk. For people who are familiar with Chicago's uh, uh, Boys Town, a gay area, there are these uh, statuettes or this sculpture that looks like a rocket with the pride flag on it. And if you take a closer look at that sculpture, it actually has a plaque of various people in the LGBT community. So each year, they it's, it's like a four-sided uh, sculpture, and they put a plaque in there to honor different people throughout the country as well as in Chicago area. So they are an organization that we're recognizing this year. Mr. Scott Free, who uh, is a wonderful, outstanding um, artist and person, he hosts a show called Homo Latte, um, which is like a variety show, um, spoken word, performance-type uh, show. He is being recognized this year. And there, there's this other gentleman, um, Mr. Andre Mitchell, outstanding millennial. This guy is one of the top-rated realtors in, in the Chicago area. He, uh, uh, okay, I don't want to say the wrong agency, so I won't say an agency. But, uh, again, he was one of those people that I gave a telephone call to, and he was surprised. How did you know about me and that I was doing that? Say, Andre, you're one of my friends on Facebook, but just outside of your being one of my friends, I have been watching you and your work for a number of years uh, now, and you are being recognized, and he was honored. And there's this other gentleman, Mr. Isaiah Wilson, an outstanding um, millennial, uh, who we used to call youth, but he's a millennial. He works for uh, the National Black Justice Coalition in D.C. Another outstanding person I gave a phone call to, and he was just surprised. Now, how do you know about me and all this and that? No, I know. Like mom, I know. A mother knows. <laughs> so, uh, so that's our list of uh, honorees this year. It is a shorter list. However, we're still going to have the same block, uh, a three-hour block uh, program uh, with the same uh, quality of excellent performers, uh, same quality of excellent food, and, of course, my gift baskets, too, that I actually put together uh, by hand. Um, that's going to happen as well this year. 
Now, I, I know that you said that you, you went to naming millennials. Um, do you see ever in the future, like, uh, looking at a youth award going back yes. to, like, well, you know what? We actually had to expand the youth award because we actually had problems before with getting some of the national youth who actually fit the category. So mm-hmm. we ch- we made a little elbow room for that category because at one point we cut off like at maybe 21 or 22, and for the outstanding male, uh, female, and transgender categories, I noticed that most of the people that we had nominated, I looked at the median age, and it was 40-something. So Mm -hmm. I said, maybe we need to rework that youth category to not mean youth 21, but millennial, meaning Mm -hmm. up to 32 or 34, somewhere in that area. Mm -hmm. So it's not that we went away or did away with the youth. We just expanded the age uh, range so that we got, you know, still the younger crowd, but more. we allowed ourselves to just have a little bit more flex room. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, make, that makes sense. Because, you know, I mean, often that, that people are talking about, oh, well, you're not including you. And we do have some exceptional young people, but, like, I understand we also have, and I appreciate someone who who's doing things no matter what the age is, but we do need to lift up our young people as well. Yes. And I mean that seemed that that was one of your earlier hearts and I'm glad to see that you're you're keeping that in mind. Um that's something. Uh do you find like with social media now, does that sort of like give you broaden your window into the world as you go through like like you said? You're my Facebook friend, and often I have people who are my who are Facebook friends who, when I finally meet them, it's like I know them, but I don't know them. But do you find that gives you a broader um, window into the world? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. by all means it does. In fact, that uh, having social media now, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and some of the other different uh, avenues of social media actually allows. Um, allows for me to learn about some of those uh, podcasts. Of course, the web series all over YouTube, yeah, is a direct, um, uh, what would I say? That would be directly because of having social media and and having that other uh, avenue of um, information. So we're going to take a second quick break. And we and then come back and I want to just go over a few last things about the awards and you and we'll be right back. So this again is Collections by Michelle Brown. And if you're just joining us, we have been talking with Phil Esteem about the Esteem Awards, which are coming up July 1st. And we will be right back. Collections by Michelle Brown airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. You can subscribe now and listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And we're back. Well, Phil, you told us who some who the nominees are. Um, what kind of entertainment are you, who are we going to see perform this year? I'm going to tell you, the year I was there and Samson was there, I mean, he was so funny. I mean, so who are we going to have for, as our entertainment? I mean, I've heard great musicians, Kokomo, I mean, I mean, so many great people. Who are you going to have as entertainment? This year, I have one perform. I have um, actually two performers. And there's a possible third, but she hasn't signed a contract yet. So I can only speak to speak about Mr. Brian Alwyn. That was the gentleman who sang opera, who is an mm. outstanding, wonderful artist. Uh, he sings baritone. He's performed on the stage in various plays here in Chicago. He's nominated for several Jeff Awards, which is sort of like a local version of the Tony Awards. 
Uh, he sings R&B as well as gospel, country, mm. and opera. So wow. he and I were having a conversation, and I and, and I said, Brian, you know, I need you to perform. Can you do this for me? Oh, yeah, sure. No worries. I'll be there. Just tell me the time. Now, is he from Chicago? Uh, he's from Guyana. He's from oh, Guyana. Wow. Yes, yeah. yes. He works out of. Uh, uh, okay, see now. Okay, I got to be careful what I'm saying. This boy works out. I said, Brian. He's a, a wonderful, outstanding person. Outstanding mm-hmm. person. We're also going to have a spoken word artist. Um, what's her name? She's from Detroit. She's a wonderful activist and just outstanding person. You might know her. Her name is Michelle Brown. You look in the mirror, you might see her. She's going to surprise us with a with a number. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I think I know. I know that woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've met her. I've met her vaguely. <laughs> and, and she will be there. Uh, Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. And so, okay. So, um, are you going to and I know usually you have uh um hmm, raffle lights. Yes. That's the gift baskets I was talking about earlier. Um I actually reach I have a a group of allies who support us in a community, um various organizations who will offer us uh, freebies each year. But instead of just handing out the freebies, okay, here's a free ticket to uh, go see a show. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something a little bit more personal, and I ended up uh, doing gift baskets. And my mm-hmm. gift baskets are actually handmade by me, and mm-hmm. it includes treats and things like that that people have come to love. And that's another labor of love of mine that I have no idea how that even started. But I end up doing it every year. So that's now, one thing we do. Now, my bicycle is about ready to get replaced. Are you going to be, are you going to have a bike available this year? I have reached out to that organization, and that gentleman who actually gives us the bikes every year, he's uh-huh. no longer with that company oh. anymore. Oh. Oh, well. And it's always a hard part, yeah, when you're reaching out to the new person who may not be familiar with your work. And so I'm not 100% sure if we're going to actually have that um, mountain bike from that organization or not this year. Darn. Oh, well, I, I blew it. <laughs> I missed my chance <laughs> to get my bike. Okay. Now, for those who aren't familiar with Chicago, um, okay, Sidetrack is on the north side. What's the address there? Yes, it is 3349 uh, 33 North Halstead uh, in Chicago's Boys Town. It is easy to uh, see or, or, or pick out. It is one of the great uh, bars in the area. And, again, the address is 3349 North Halstead, and it's Sidetrack. And they're always doing – renovating the place. I mean, my God, I, first time I stepped in, it was one bar, and now it's like five bars. Mm, wow. And it's a, it's a great place, and I and love and just thank them every year for just being um, very supportive to us and just having an attitude of, okay, what what do you need? We're going to make it work? Okay, that person isn't here anymore, but, yeah, of course, come on down. Mm-hmm. And what time is the program? Yes, the program is from 2 to 5 p.m. That's mm-hmm. a three-hour program. And that magic word, free, <laughs> F-R-E-E, free event. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it is a free event. Um, okay, and we talked about that. You don't need to get a ticket. You don't have to, to fill out something with Eventbrite just to say that you're coming. No, All you have to do no, is just none show of that. up just and come on in. Show up. Bring a friend. Bring two friends. Mm-hmm. Bring ten friends. We have yeah. room, and we're going to give you a big hug. Okay. Now, if people want to 
plug into the Pride Index to let you know about their events, what's going on in their city, and be a part of that online community, that resource. What's the best way for them to do that? Prideindex.com, P-R-I-D-E, index, I-N-D-E-X.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I know that you also have, now uh, it's not, there's a Facebook page that is about film. Yes, that is uh, Pride on Film, which mm-hmm. uh, started out as um, a, a column actually on prideindex.com where I reached out to, where I reach out and just talk to different um, filmmakers, African-American, LGBT, people of color, allies, supporters. So I started a Facebook uh, group just to reach out and connect with some of those uh, filmmakers and uh, the different, we report on the different film festivals and offer advice and information to uh, filmmakers as well. So, so, you know, if you're a filmmaker and you're out there, here's another resource that you can net, – it's a way to network with other people, to talk about what you're doing, and who knows, you might get Phil's two cents worth, a little, a little advice on how to do it and to help you um, continue on your path as a filmmaker. So you've done this 10 years, over 100 awards. How long are you, are you do you see yourself doing this and, until you you just can't do it anymore? Um, what do we have to look forward to? I know that you were saying that you have taken a, a year off and you're back. Is it going to grow? Are you going to go back to the more um, categories? We are, yes, we are going back to a full 20, uh, what was it, 22 categories Mm -hmm. uh, next year, as a matter of fact. Um, And what I'm also planning for next year is to actually do a five-course dinner. And Mm -hmm. now in in terms of how long I'm going to do this, until they put me six feet under. And hopefully (laughs) – I can have my son or daughter or my grandchildren um, pass this on to them to continue. So, so um, if if people are coming and they're listening and they're saying, you know, I can think 22 categories, I can think of people, um, should they contact you through Pride Index? Should they just start to make sure that you're aware of that? And what if someone says, you know, I can't, do all the heavy lifting, but I'd like to be involved in some way, even if it's just as far as uh, researching emerging leadership or talent and and being your legs for you. How do they contact you? They can contact me via email, esteem feedback at hotmail.com. They can um, reach out to me by Facebook, by Facebook, uh, and that is um, – wait a minute, Facebook page. Uh, I'm Phil Lassine on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michelle, you have to forgive me. I'm sitting here cocktailing it while I'm having I know, this conversation. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm my feet up. <laughs> Wow. Right, but they can contact me through Facebook, and I am Phil Esteem on Facebook. They can contact me through esteemfeedback at hotmail.com. They can come up to me at the awards and actually talk to me about it, and uh, they can also give me a telephone call as well if they'd like. Okay. Well, Phil, I know you've got a lot going on. I am so looking forward to seeing you on July 1st. Um, Over the years, you've come to be someone who's very dear to me, and, you know, I'll be there with bells on. All right, I love it. 
Okay. So I want to thank you for taking the time. I know you've got, you probably have a zillion things going on now. I know it's going to be an amazing event. It always is. And like I said, if you're in Chicago, um, if you're not far from Chicago, show up. You know, show up. The doors right. are open. You will be welcome with open arms and come and celebrate the best and brightest in our community at the Esteem Awards. So, Phil, thank you. You go and enjoy that cocktail. Put your feet up. <laughs> relax. Because you got to hit it tomorrow and get back because you've only got a, a what, a little a little over a week? A little over a week, and I'm doing this a in my over... sleep. Okay. And, and I will see you on the 1st. All right. So. Take care. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, I'll, so that was, uh, once again, our guest tonight was Phil Esteem, who is the force behind the Esteem Awards, which will again be this July 1st at Sidetrack Lounge in Chicago. Um, there is a, an event on Facebook. You can find out more about it. We will be posting things along with this interview up until the day of. I look forward to seeing you there, and I also look forward to ta- introducing you next week to another amazing individual who's living between the lines and standing boldly in the crosshairs of air- their intersectionality as they create change. You can listen to the show each week by following Collections by Michelle Brown on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Until next week, this is Michelle Brown, and I look forward to having you back right here on Collections by Michelle Brown. Good night. <laughs>